Welcome back to the Gen Z Hockey Podcast with Yaro Zahar and Lucas. Um, we're back last week. Um, so we have to, we, we kind of have to talk about this because sports died for a couple of days across all sport, all major sports. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, we just want to talk about it. Um, the NBA came out with this. Um, God damn it, I didn't prepare. What was the guys that got shot seven times? Seven, eight oh, times? Uh, J- uh, is it Jacob Blake. Yeah, Jacob Blake. Uh, after following that shooting, um, the NBA came out first and said that that should not we should that sh- we shouldn't be letting this happen, and it's still an issue of the whole Black Lives Matter movement. And um, they did not. Milwaukee Bucks didn't play. Um, uh, all the all the playoff games were canceled in the NBA following that, and. Um, yeah, and then the NBA, uh, the NA, uh, yeah, and NBA, NBA, sorry, NBA, the NBA and the NHL. Then the uh, Major League Baseball canceled some of its games that like have been that weren't played yet, um, but the NHL um, took its time getting there. Took its um, sweet ass time. Sweet ass time. So it was like Wednesday, I think the blackout sports happened. Um, mm-hmm. where all sports were canceled, basically, except the NHL. Um, and then the net following day, the Cause NHL... Because in their mind, nothing's happening. <sighs> yes. Uh, but for the following day, the NHL postponed the Thursday and Friday games, and then everything was back Saturday. Um, so the NHL was late to the party, but like it, even more surprising was that the, N, uh, the NBA... Some teams were ready to just call it quits and go home. Yeah, that was so that was that insane. Was insane. Um, I think it was Serge Ibaka said they were so close to leaving. Yeah, so that that's what was the thing after game one versus the Celtics. Like everyone, like they were already starting to pack up and get ready to go home because they did not expect that sports were going to be back. I think they were going to do that as a protest, which rightfully so they should have because nothing has really changed since uh, George Floyd or uh, the, the countless shootings that have happened since. Um, and this, it's, it feels like this movement isn't going anywhere, which is not what this movement is about. It's supposed to be changing how we approach, um, how you pr- approach, uh, police brutality and stuff like that. So I, I understand why they wanted to stop playing, but I think, um, I think they put out a statement and they did what they could do. And, um, yeah, so sports are back, kinda somehow, I guess, and yeah, what, yeah they're what are back. Your thoughts on it? Um, my thoughts were just I was so disappointed in how the NHL was able uh, on, on the NHL and how they handled this scenario. I was so I was so disappointed to see that they it took them so long to make a statement, and it it was so. Um, it it was it was just crazy to th- to see how they how they took so long how everyone and it's the typical thing of the NHL they follow what everyone else does but they take forever to do it but and yeah. they took so long and they took forever to um <clears throat> and they took just way too long to say anything and yeah. when they when they had some sort of moment of silence, it was like some three second, you know, moment of silence. And it was like, okay. And then, and then let's, and let's play hockey. It was, it was so just, it was so odd to see that it's almost like they, they weren't really recognizing it when they should have. And then they finally did and cancel the games for the next two days. But see, but like when they, I guess good on them for, for trying something. Yeah, good on them for trying something, but like following like the whole like um, NBA and everything, it, it kind of got overshadowed. The NBA stuff overshadowed the NHL stuff because they were just so late to the party, and the even Major League Baseball, even the NFL, they were all like um, every everyone was doing something before the NHL even started doing something, and it just felt overshadowing. And sadly, this is the sport or the league that we follow and um it looks like it's it's gonna stay like this for a long time and nothing's gonna really change when it comes to when it comes to these like these type of issues when it comes to the nhl 
But like the NBA and MLB and all these other sports, they're actually taking initiative. Even the MLS. And, yeah, even the MLS. They're putting out um, – they're putting their foot, best foot forward and doing what they think is right and doing it first. And the NHL is just taking its sweet-ass time, and that sucks as a fan of the NHL. And um, it, as we all know, the NHL will take forever to change, and hopefully this, this these type of major changes happen sooner than later. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, yeah, talking about that um, – that was an odd couple of hours after that, like the whole cancellation thing. Cause I'm like, I was thinking that like we got sports back and they were working in the bubble. And then now all of a sudden it's just going to get shut down. And it would, it, I I, I'd it understand. Like... I'd understand why it got sh- shut down, but I'd be like, we're, we got so close to finishing these seasons, but mm-hmm. black lives matter movement is more important than sports, I guess. Not, I guess, but it is. And yeah. Uh, it was, I think it was Sid Sixero said like, we we lost we lost sports because of because of because of um like a because of, of a virus and then we and then we lost sports we almost lost sports again because of the race because of the racial virus or the virus of racism yeah and it's it, it it's a big thing it's a yeah. humongous thing in in our world and we need to we all as a society need to get together to stop it. Okay, um, taking a hard right, I we'll guess. We'll take a hard right turn. There's, hard no, right. there's no way to get um, this. Yeah, so the Stanley Cup playoffs are happening right now. Uh, I'll actually read you guys out the series. So it's Vegas 3-2. The Islanders are winning versus Philly 3-2. Um, Dallas leads 3-2. And then, oh, and then the Lightning beat Boston. Can I say Overall, something? Before before we get into something, can we all, as a society, thank whatever God that you pray for that the Boston Bruins aren't in the playoffs anymore? It's only a Toronto thing, though. No, 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 no. This is not a Toronto thing. I am not saying this as 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 a Toronto thing. I am saying this as a fan of hockey. Why? We are. We should all be so happy that that team full of rat ass bastards is out of is out of the playoffs the, this yeah. team that is how this one how one player has um dislocated a person's acl and in the last game potentially given someone a major facial injury yeah that goes back to the conversation and, about who how the nhl calls its how it, the rules oh, no apply. penalty on both plays by the way just, just yes, I know. That's real hockey, though. That's old man hockey. That's old hockey. That's what we want in the sport. Shut your face. Old man. Shut your face. Shut your face. I can't see. Okay, I've seen this Nikita Kucherov play twice, and if you watch it, I, I, I advise, I advise people to go to go and watch this. Yeah, it's <clears> dirty <throat> and disgusting. Like, what do you like? What do you expect? Is Boston? What What I want. Okay, what I, what I want to say about it is. Uh, players, some some fans will, uh, some fans will say, "Oh, he was trying to, you know, lift uh, lift Kucherov's stick, or he was trying to get some sort of stick lift and just missed and hit his face." I have seen this replay a dozen times, and clear as day, Chara first off hits Kucherov's stick, so he knows where his stick is, and then right after hits him straight in the face. With the blade of his stick. Yep. That's hockey. <laughs> That's no, that is not hockey. That's classic hockey. What do you expect? It's it's classic no, oh my hockey. God. I don't even think okay, I don't even think classic hockey fans will look at that and be like, you know what? Yeah, that's how that's how that's how we played back in my day. No, it's like, classic playoff hockey. Oh, shut your face. Because there's, face. there's, there's like, a difference between classic regular season hockey and then classic playoff hockey. Oh, classic, shut your classic, face. Classic playoff hockey is basically each other just murdering each other. Legal murder. It's great. It's great. Just fantastic. I know. Okay, I'm okay with legal murder. I'm Like, legal murder is fine, but... <laughs> listen to my listen to, listen to this but like, like i understand this whole legal murder thing but another thing is it's it's another thing to it's another thing to just 
know where someone is, know the, know the position you have on someone, and literally just out of nowhere, just hit them right in the face. Oh, and by the way, it was the it was arguably the Tampa Bay Lightning's best player. Yeah, probably the best player. Probably the best player right now is because Stamkos is out. By the way, yeah. they have Stamkos and Kucherov out, and they're going to play either. I mean, probably. I mean, it's probably going to be. We 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 speculate it's going to be the Islanders. It's probably going to be the Islanders. I don't want it to be the Islanders, but I don't want it to be the Islanders so either. Out of all these be. teams, okay. So if Colorado doesn't make it, I want Tampa to win the cup this year. I mean, I do too. Okay, I'm watching it again. Yeah, fucking. <laughs> I can't wait for this guy to retire. I can't wait sure. till he retires, sure. and I yeah. hope it's gonna. I hope so it's gonna, okay. He had a couple of quotes. He's like, "I don't know. We'll see what happens about retirement." But I think this, like this playoffs, has proven that he's he lost his stride over the break. Oh, he's lost his stride for like years. He has. No, no. no. I mean, I yes, I understand he lost it over the like over the time, but he like you could. It's really noticeable during these playoffs where he lost his stride and the the Boston defense core. A couple of them are uh, RFAs. So it's oh. going to be interesting to see how this team, UFAs, like this too. defensive, oh, sorry, UFAs, um, to see how this team looks after this, like, offseason. Because Char could be gone. Char. Troy Krug could be gone. Yep. Um, I think they're going to keep McAvoy's going to stay there. Like, McAvoy's, McAvoy's still there. He's a staple of that. that They're saying Grizzly might be traded. Like, yeah. like that defense core might look, might look way different. And, and who knows? They're going to have to... It, and if, and if they team, sign Torgy Krug to like nine million, they're gonna have to trade someone. Yeah, yeah. it's gonna be interesting to see how this te- like how this team looks like next couple of years. Because if it's it could be start a start for a rebuild. So who knows? With like, uh, and, and, and I'm never gonna have to, and I won't have to watch them in the playoffs, and it's gonna be fantastic. But I think that we should leave this Boston segment with the greatest tweet of all time. Give her a bud from Mark James. Uh, I I presume radio host in the Massachusetts area or the New Eng- the New England area. Dear Tuca, as in Tuca Rask, Bruins starting goaltender who famously left the Toronto bubble to help with a sick child, his own sick child. Yeah. As a lifelong Bruins fan, I'm disgusted by your cowardly decision to give up. You quit on Boston, your coaches, all of your teammates, yourself. He quit on himself somehow. Yeah. Yeah. I, I definitely agree with that because he quit on himself to go help his family. Yeah. And every yep. single Bruins fan. I hope, I hope that, all caps, I never see uh, have to see you, the letter U in capital, <laughs> capital letter U, in a black and gold sweater with the spoked B again, exclamation point. Yeah, um, good on him. I love how Boston. Uh, I love how Tor- Toronto fans are say that, or how, I love how other fan bases say that Toronto fans are really hard on their players. And this guy, like, if let's say let's say one of our players had a sick child, I think everyone would be mad. But they, no, I think they'd be disappointed because. No, no. No, I think they'd be like kind of pissed off that he's not playing, but I don't think they'd be like, "Why well, I don't want to see him ever again on this team and all this other shit." I think Toronto fans would understand that it's a sick kid and he's going to deal with it, and like that's important. Also, um, we talked about this before. Tuukka Rask is hated by all Bruins fans. Yes, which I don't understand. If we I don't, Tukarask, I don't understand it either. If we he's, kept Tuukka, he's won like two Vesnas. Yes, if we kept Tuukka Rask, our team would probably have had a cup already. In the last Probably. 50 years. Probably. Um, but no, they traded no. to Karask to uh, rival, and this is what we Thanks, did. John Ferguson Jr., you bastard. Um, yep. Who's now working for the Bruins, that son of a bitch. And so this is this is the horrible thing about the Tuka Rask trade. So John Ferguson Jr. trades Tuka Rask for Andrew Raycroft, one for one. And and Steve Daniels talked about that was the first trade I saw where I was like, what the fuck are you doing? That's that's yeah. not a good trade. Yeah. yeah. So Tuka Rask is, has... Um, has had this amazing career with with the Bruins. Hall of Fame. Has almost won the Stanley, uh, probably almost won the Stanley Cup twice. John Ferguson Jr. is now an executive for Did the it? Bruins, and Andrew Raycroft is now an analyst for Nesson, which is the Bru- which is the Bruins uh, TV broadcasting station. Yeah, 
inside job, bud. It was all inside it was a, job. It was all an inside job. Uh, no, but didn't didn't he win a uh, didn't he win the Stanley Cup with Boston in like 2014 or whatever? So, so so in 2011, I think he won it as a backup. Yeah. Okay, but he's, it's still a Stanley Cup. Like it doesn't. It's because they don't count it as as he won the Stanley Cup because because Tim because that was Tim Thomas's year where he just you know one of those years True. where no where where a goalie plays so well that just nothing gets by him. That was Tim Thomas. Yeah, true. And Trevor, okay. Trevor will tell yeah, you yeah. that Tim Thomas was unbeatable when he when oh, he was playing. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, no, it's because like I thought he had a cup. Like he was a starting goaltender, but never mind. Um, but it doesn't matter. He has a Stanley Cup. He's a Hall of Fame goalie. Like I like. Yeah, he is. He has two Vezinas like, and as a, as, a Stanley Cup. Like that's as all much as Char pisses me off. Like he's a Hall of Fame defenseman. He was yeah. the best defenseman in the world for a long time. Yeah, yeah. Okay, uh, moving on. Tampa looks really good. I have nothing Fantastic. else to say. They look good. Um, they destroyed Boston. Outscored them. Another thing for for Boston fans: if you score four goals in three games, you're not winning. Yeah. That's the same. <laughs> and that's that was what Tampa same, did. That was the same issue with the Leafs. We couldn't fucking score goals. Let's get me started. Um, yeah, so that 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 was a fun series. So we'll see how. Um, and Tampa who... Tampa looks so good without their captain. Like they didn't even, they didn't have Steven Stamkos for any yeah, of that. That's wild. Imagine like, the Leafs without Tavares. We would be done. <laughs> like like Kucherov played fantastic. Andre Palat. This kid out of nowhere has scored like yeah. five, six goals in that in that one series. It just seems like every goal since he got that overtime winner, he's just he's been yeah. he's he's gotten like five goals in, in all four games that they won. Yeah, um, and he he scores important goals too, which is oh insanely important goals. He had a like goal. That. Yeah, obviously the OT winner in game two. He had the first goal. He tipped in the first goal in um uh, in game five. Yeah. Uh, I think he had a couple of goals in the seven-one win, which were like, who cares? Yeah, <laughs> but that, but this guy, this guy has been unbelievable and and is playing at a at an elite level, which is why, which is what Tampa needs. But yeah. I think Tampa's best line, for some reason, this line has always stood out to me. It's not even a, it's not even a, statistically, it's not a great line, but a line that I'm noticing all the time is, um. It's Yanni Gord and Patrick Maroon. I'm noticing that line all the time because they're just getting in people's faces. I think it's their third line. They're just getting in people's yeah. faces, getting into into Yaroslav Halak's kitchen, making people uncomfortable. And that's what that's how you win playoff games. That's how you win yeah. playoff games. And like Patrick Patrick Maroon, if he wins another cup, this guy's gonna this, this guy's gonna get onto another team and then get overpaid so much, but who cares? I understand, but I don't understand why didn't the the St. Louis Blues keep him from last year? Like, he helped them win a cup, and he was an important part of that team, but he just just one-year contract again. This is like the third or fourth time in a row he's done that. I I felt it weird because, like, he's been so he's been so outspoken that, like, his son and his family live in St. Louis, which is why he he, he went there in the first place. I I I didn't know why he didn't stay. Yeah, I don't understand why he didn't stay in St. Louis. Like, isn't he from St. Louis or his wife is or something like that? Uh, I I don't know where he's originally from, but I know that his entire family lives in St. Louis. So I'm just gonna yeah. assume that he lives there. Yeah, or that he was no, that he grew up there. I just I just don't understand why he just didn't stay there. They, they had a Stanley Cup winning team. They had a good, great coach. Goaltending this year was off, but like that's not his fault. And he could have just stayed there and thing. Maybe like, but then. He went to Tampa, and he he went on like he's basically on like an entry level contract. Like it's nothing for that kind of. I think a he's player. taking seven hundred thousand dollars. Yeah, yeah. Unless he wants another Stanley but Cup, I, which for I some understand. reason. Yeah. For some reason, that line has always has just been someone someone that I like the line that I'm noticing the most. Obviously, yeah. like I'm noticing Kucherov and Andre Palat. Like, how can you not? They're amazing players. Yeah. But uh, just that line that line's been sticking out to me, and. Another player that's rejuvenated his career, and I want the Leafs to sign, is Kevin Shattenkirk. That guy has rejuvenated his career career with the Lightning, and the and he's he's play he's playing on like their top power play. He's playing he's playing with Victor Hedman with Victor Hedman on the power play, and and even even at even strength when they're when they're in the third period really just shut down. But can I just shout out how the fact of former Leaf fifth overall pick Luke Shen has got has played 
in this series and somehow been amazing. He's so oh, he's not been yeah. amazing. He's he's getting turnstiled, yeah, yeah. but like, hey, he's playing and and it's so weird. He's one of those players where it's like those players you grow up watching and then you just forget that they exist and you're like, he's still in the league. Yeah. In hockey, that happens a lot because there's just so many players like that. And it's interesting to see that some of these players actually have like 20-year careers, but no one really notices them. So Yeah. Good for like, them. He was, he was, yeah, he was drafted, he was drafted 12 years ago. So yeah, like the guy, the guy's wild. 30, which is what makes, yeah. which is makes, which makes me feel old. Yeah. Um, okay, moving on. Um, next series. What? Uh, let's talk Canucks Golden Knights. Um, so we have Demko in that last night. Um, he won two one. They played a defensive game. Did not let a or they let a lot of goal, a lot of shots on that. But um, they scored two goals. They had and just, rarely any shots. Yeah, just try to keep keep the lead and just play a Islander style of game to just squeak out a win and they did i did not expect that from them i thought vegas I was gonna either. win this series like i thought i don't think if they keep playing like that they might actually go to seven games and canucks might actually pull this out so here's something for canucks fans and i was thinking and i've heard it on other on other shows on other shows prior to this thatcher demko as a rookie just threw up 42 saves on a team that's probably your, probably the best bet to win the cup. Yeah. Just probably the, the front runner to win the Stanley Cup. Yeah. And they've been saying for years, you know, this Demko kid, he's coming up. You know, Demko, Demko, like he's gonna come up. He's gonna be. He's gonna be. Uh, he's gonna be the goalie of the future. And now I'm thinking, do you need to sign Markstrom? Demko was not good in the regular season. The kid just threw up forty-two saves on a on the team that might, that's probably going to win the Stanley Cup. And March and, but... and Vancouver's in such a cap crunch with a flat cap. I mean, every team's in a cap crunch, but yeah. I think Vancouver is, is a team that's really in one. You can't spend a shitload of money on 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 Markstrom unless you really want to want to throw away some throw throw away some players, and so. Having this goalie that that's worth, you know, that that's getting paid rookie money, yeah. might not be the worst bet, especially because you have to they have to sign uh, they have to sign Hughes and Pedersen in the same year at like after so after next year they have to sign both Hughes and yeah. Pedersen. So I don't know. Maybe we'll signing see. maybe signing Markstrom maybe not signing him will be a blessing in disguise. I guess, but then again, Demko he only had one game. So like if if he pulls off this win in this series, then uh, that's that's sure do it if he wins this series somehow i'd say go for it we don't need you guys don't need markstrom just just give her just give her what i think he needs to win i don't even think he needs to win i think he just has to play adequate yeah play play about play about like i think last night last night will be the anomaly night where it's like he just was on fire and no one no one could beat him except for shea theodore which good god what what a what a player he is but he has to play somewhat of a what do we ask out of all out of all goalies? Average. Yeah. We ask like nine fifteen. Like, I, know, I know it might be. I might nine fifteen. A nine fifteen goalie, a nine fifteen and nine twenty goalie is about the average mark. Yeah. So if he can give you a nine fifteen throughout these playoffs, I I feel, in my own opinion, I feel it might be a blessing in disguise to to have him be your starter and not and not go right to and not resign Markstrom because Markstrom's gonna Markstrom knows how important he is to the Canucks and is gonna yeah. want a shitload of money. Yeah, and they also have Di Pietro on the wing, so that's Di Pietro. Yeah. another one. They've been talking yeah. and they were talking about him for a few years. Of this guy's gonna come yeah. up too. So I don't know. It's gonna be interesting to in- see some interesting decisions. Yeah. Um. If. If Di Pietro, oh no! If Demko wins this series, then I think Markstrom is going to be a free agent and he's going to be out on market. So I don't know if I don't know if we want Markstrom. He's kind of old, but he's not old at all. How old he's is like, he? I, th- I thought he was like twenty-eight. Oh, Earth. true. I don't know. Like, we'll see. Markstrom like, would be nice th- on the Leafs. Think, think about it. if if because so many people are talking about trading Fer- Freddie Anderson. Yeah. And I, I, I love the 
I'm of the mindset that as much as it, as much as it hurts, you're, you're going to get a lot of assets for him. And that's, that's some trouble that the Leafs have, have fallen into in past years of, yeah. they just kind of ran out, ran out players contracts uh, for like the one last go for it. Um, they can't do that. They need assets for some, for someone. Yeah. And man, maybe I don't, I don't feel as though, I don't feel as though it would be a very. I don't think it's a very bad idea to trade Freddie Anderson, especially no, Anderson, think, of, think of all the players you can get back for him. Yeah, of of the players that we like let run the contract, they were they weren't as valuable as they were as Anderson is to this team. Uh, because without Anderson, we would have not made the playoffs and all this other stuff. And like let let's say Van Riemsdyk or uh, Balzac, we have other players that replaced him and were as just as good mm-hmm. as them. So, like, those weren't – I wasn't really mad about that. We lost our, them to the contracts and stuff like that. But, like, this player, we cannot lose him because he's such a good player and he's going to get paid so much. We have to get something for him because he's just so vo- valuable in this league. So, Anderson is so gone. You're, you're of the mindset to trade him as well? Yeah, like, for, for me, yeah, I have – we only replaced we only replaced Bozak with John Tavares. Like, it wasn't that much of an upgrade. It wasn't exactly. that much of an upgrade. Uh, no, it's just, like – out of all the players on the team, Anderson has like the I have the least like attachment to Anderson. Like I have a more of a, I'm more wow, attached. Really? I'm more attached like Nylander or like um or like Kapanen than I was to Anderson. So like I don't know. It's and this team something has to give. They are gonna have to make changes, and I I've already accepted that. So I'm ready for. Let's see what kind of changes are coming. So, and the first yeah. change, the first change we they they did, we talked about it. We we really liked, and we feel as though trade, yeah. we we feel as though it can it can help it can help for, further on. Yeah. And, but if you're trading Freddie Anderson, I'm not I'm not getting magic beans for him. I'm getting someone who's yeah. helping me now. So, so I w- I've heard the Hurricanes. The Hurricanes. I don't know. Unless the Hurricanes want to give a defenseman and a goaltender, but like I don't see that ever happening for. I don't Anderson. see them giving us Dougie Hamilton and James Reimer. Yeah, exactly. Like unless we give them the first, then maybe. Fuck! They're gonna have the third. They're gonna have both of our picks. Not the our third. picks. Yes, but would would you like having Dougie Hamilton and uh, actually do we want Reimer back? I think that's that ship. I, I was talking about th- about this with my dad the other day. I think that ship that ships might have si- that ship's probably shit. Wow, that ship, ship has, has probably sailed. sailed. Um, oh, sorry, I think I've been watching. I'm look... watching Shit's Creek, so my my shows are a little out are a little <laughs> out of think, sync. I think I'm gonna look to sign um, a free agent as a goal. Robin Leonard, let's do it. I don't know Robin Leonard, but um, I think they're gonna look to sign him, and then they're gonna trade Anderson for a good goalie. Uh, for a defenseman, sorry, like a top six defenseman. Because I know that you, I, I know you're high on Jack Campbell as a starter. I haven't seen it yet. I haven't personally seen it yet. Okay, here I I don't see him as a starter. I just I'm just saying that you're gonna like if we don't have a goalie, we he can play goaltender for us. Like like it's not an issue. Like that's that's what I meant. Is he's gonna be average? Like. He's gonna be average, and like, like Vegas, Vegas has some some decisions to, uh, as well to make a goalie. Yeah, but then like it, it matters because if if what if we sign a goalie, ship Anderson? Like, see, I, see, I don't know how it's gonna work because if we trade for a go- or we trade for a defenseman, we get rid of Anderson, then we don't have a goalie on the team, or do we do it the other way around where we sign a goaltender and then we trade Anderson? You'd have to do it. To, you'd have to do it the first way because I feel as though, I I, I feel it's I feel it, it wouldn't it wouldn't really make sense to just like, because it's another thing of the Leafs are already strapped to the cap as much uh, uh, yeah. enough. I don't think that it would make sense to sign and then look for look for trade. They're gonna have to they're gonna have to make a trade before whatever free agency, whatever free agency day that they have. They're gonna have to they're gonna have to make a trade that. Not, uh, before then, if it's Freddie Anderson, uh, if they're going to trade Freddie Anderson, because, be, because like that, then the whole time, it, if they sign a guy on free agency, Freddie Anderson's thinking, all right, so then where where are you putting me? Well, we don't know, so I'm just going to stay here for however long until I get a call. And I I know it's the whole like, 
you know, there's no equity in sports, which I understand. There's no like friendships. It's, it's business, but I don't think it would make sense to do that because. Yeah. Just for what he did for this team. Like, I don't think it's like a, a thing to do. And I think the Leafs are about like doing the right thing for the player and like being respectful of the player. So it's going to be interesting to see um, how that goes down. Uh, what is free agency? November 1st? No one's, no, no one's said anything. Actually? Oh, I thought they already had it. I, okay. I think they have some sort of – there's probably some sort of, like, window of, of time. But they're going to have to – I think they're going to have to see when the, when the playoffs actually end. Oh, uh, true. For, for there to really be a free agency. They thought the playoffs were going to end in October. October um, 9th. That, really? That's for agency? Yeah. yeah. Oh. Okay. Seven days after or, or seven days after the Stanley Cup playoffs end. Okay, so that's gonna be that, that so that's gonna be de- pretty soon. It depends. Like, I, I don't on think I don't think it's gonna end. Soon. I don't think it's gonna end in October. Yeah, the Stanley Cup is not gonna end in October. It's gonna end a lot sooner. Because we're already um we're a couple days from the conference finals, and then that's two weeks from the conference finals, no? Um well Okay, so we 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 have one out of the four series is done. Tonight yeah. we could have, tonight we could have two two series is done. Yeah. So Sunday, so then a week. Let's say two weeks from. Let's say seven. It goes seven seven seven. Uh, it's it goes seven games for both series. So that's two weeks from Monday. So that's like mid September. Yeah. Mid September, uh, and then oh, it could actually. If if both if the finals go seven games and the conference finals goes, it could end in like October ish, beginning of uh, beginning of October. Yeah, somewhere somewhere around there. So um, the Stars could clinch tonight, and then the Flyers and then the Flyers and Islanders could uh, could or Flyers and uh, Golden Knights could clinch tonight or tomorrow. Excuse me. Yeah. So. What series didn't we talk uh, about? Oh, know. uh, Philly. We didn't talk about Philly and Islanders. Philly. I'm surprised they let go of a three-one lead, but it's the Islanders, so you can never. Yeah, it was like five minutes before, and they were like th- up three. It was. It felt. It reminded me of the Leafs game against Columbus, where they came back. There was four minutes left, and then the Islanders scored two scored two goals. Yeah, yeah. But then overtime, the Flyers scored. Good on them. I kind of want the Flyers to win. So, yeah. Um, hopefully the Flyers win because I don't want the Islanders to win. Um, can I just and, and another thing is like, I know the Islanders their whole thing is boring, but like, I mean their their, their games are just so not entertaining. Yeah, and there's like they're really so... nothing to say. Like the what? Yes. They, they, like there's nothing happens that like like in Boston you can talk about like Chara being a dickhead and like all the other players killing each other, but like in uh, the Islanders series you can't really say anything. And um yeah. But there, there was a play. There was a for the goal, where someone, I think Andy Green, rung it around the boards, and Carter Hart, Carter Hart, like caught it in his glove, glove. when it ran yeah. off the boards. Why are people? Th- I don't remember that being a penalty because he was he was in the trapezoid. He was in the trapezoid. It's not like he was outside of the trapezoid. People were calling that for that to be a yeah. penalty. I. Because he didn't play it. So- I think that's the issue. That's the issue people have, that he didn't play the puck. He oh, just grabbed it, just, it and oh, went it back to his net. Some, there's some unwritten rule of you have to play it behind the net. Uh, I don't know. Like, oh. I don't know the rules well enough um, when it comes to that. But, like, that, I think that's what people were having an issue with, where um, he, he just took it into, um, took it into took his, his glove. glove and then just went to his net. And then call, the play was called dead. So, okay, well, what else, what else is he supposed to do? Yeah, I don't know. Like, I think people wanted him to play the puck and then put it into his, like, stick and then skate it. I don't know. Like, I don't know why people are having an issue with it. But that makes no sense because it's like an Islander player, like, bearing down on him. So he's just going to – so if he lets it go, someone's just – no, no. I don't know. You you suck your unwritten rules. And Um, and Carter Hart's amazing. Yeah. Um, And then the Avalanche and Dallas series. Michael Hutchinson. For your Colorado Avalanche has won more playoff series in the second round than the Toronto Maple Leafs. More That's playoff what... series? More like oh, po- more, no, more playoff uh, games. games. Yeah, my bad. 
congratulations you faced you faced like three i called it <laughs> this dude faced four shots in one period and everyone's like best goalie in the world doesn't matter doesn't matter you win, you win. It doesn't matter how many goals you let in. The same thing with the Raptors and uh, in the finals. It doesn't matter who's hurt. A, a finals, uh, uh, NBA want, an NBA championship is an NBA championship. And you I want everyone in the world to know how Sahar spelt Hutchinson. Oh, yeah. Okay, <laughs> okay yeah, you can so, roast me for it. I'd I don't say, care. So, it's, so this is what happened. So I say like Colorado was playing Michael Hutchinson. Granted, I spelled it correctly. Spelled Michael Hutchinson H U T C C H I N S O N in an elimination game. Yeah, they clearly still want to win. And this this guy just goes, "See, Hutchinson was amazing." H U T C E N S E E N. I will. Uh, I will never be known for my spelling. Okay. I did what I did. I I wrote it right. What when was isn't, this? Is like, it autocorrect? Is it autocorrect amazing? It was the day they played Monday. Monday was when this was. Oh. Is it uh, autocorrect amazing? Yeah, yeah autocorrect's great. Um Hut Hut can seen. Yeah, I, I don't want to talk about it. I was never known for my spelling and still Oh me am. neither. Aren't, sorry. Me neither. I was terrible. I, I was terrible and I was terrible in English, like as as a child yeah. and e- and even like in high school I wasn't great. And look at me, golf humper media studies. That's why we're in Gulf of Humber Media Studies because we suck at English. Yeah. Um, but we're, we have to write surprisingly a lot of articles or uh, essays in our classes. So I guess. Oh, I, I have no problem writing essays. Yeah, but spelling. Duh. Uh, um, I'm, I'm lucky. My, mo- my mom's a very good editor and she's just like, Luke, you fucking idiot. Look at this. <laughs> Look at this. You totally missed this. I use Grammarly for all my essays. Oh, Grammarly's great. Yeah. Um, so, um, who are you saying that is going to go to the Western and Eastern Conference after the f- last couple of games? Um, oh, God. Are you still so, taking Dallas over the Avalanche? I'm still, ta- I'm still taking Dallas tonight because I feel Dallas, Dallas just – how embarrassed do the, do the Stars feel right now? Yeah. They should be embarrassed because how utter, like they just feel utterly embarrassed, and they should be. They should be embarrassed. But this this series should have been done after four them, games. That's why I picked them to win tonight. It, it should have. Yeah. Been. Uh, that's why I feel. Um, that's why I feel they'll win tonight because well, of McKinnon just because is just how embarrassed up, they felt at winning. Yeah, God, McKinnon if is that guy doesn't win the heart, show. If that yeah. guy doesn't win the fucking heart, then like that's gonna be ridiculous. I, I don't. I don't understand. Um. Uh, I still pick Dallas, and I'm still gonna, I'm still gonna pick Vegas. I think, I think Vancouver will push this, this to seven. Yeah, but I I I feel confident in the uh, in the Golden Knights to to win that series. And then in the Islanders East, and Philly. I mean, I mean Philly Philly played so Philly was able to solve some sort of Islanders puzzle yesterday because because they had so many. They had so many quality scoring chances and so many so many shots. Yeah, and you don't expect that to get those against the Islanders. I'm gonna. This is such a this is such a hard pick because because of how well Philly played yesterday. My head says the Islanders. My heart says that my heart says the Flyers. But my head is usually wrong, so I'm a very much go with your heart kind of person. So, with your heart. I'm gonna say the Flyers pull off the pull off the upset because of, because of just how how great they they've been they played yesterday, and I'm probably gonna be wrong either way, but <laughs> but okay. um, um, I I yeah. I would not I would not be I don't, I think you would agree I would you be surprised to see the Flyers come back? No. With Carter exactly. Hart and that team, I would not uh, would not be surprised because JVR scored a goal yesterday. Anything's yeah, possible. JVR scored. Okay. Um. Yeah. So on top on topic of JVR. Uh, hold on. Last last play. Uh, last team in the. And then and then yeah, oh, it's gonna be it's, it's Tampa. Gonna be Tampa. Tampa. Yeah, I forgot. I forgot. Tampa so already Tampa, made it. Tampa. Tampa. Philly. Can you imagine? That would be just a. That, that, that's gonna be a wacko series. That would be a fun series to watch. 
Okay, so we want to talk about uh, the TSN trade bait board uh, September 1st. So um, we'll just go over a couple people that are like of note. And um, yeah, um, Matt Murray, number one, goaltender 26. Uh, I could definitely see it. However, I personally personally would not want him because of all the question marks he has around him. Yeah. Um, some ter- notable Toronto players that made the list. Um, Andreas Janssen, yep. uh, left wing, 25, is number 17. And then Freddie Anderson is number 19, goaltender, um, age 30. So uh, we have a couple exactly. of things. Exactly. Like we, we know... Um, we we know the players that are on the that are on the list that that would be on the potential list for Leafs players to trade. Now yeah. I haven't actually read the list, so if you could just if you could go through them, that'd be that'd be. Nice. Oh. okay. So Matt Murray number one, James Van Riemsdyk, Van Riemsdyk number two, Josh Anderson okay. number three, Oliver Ekman Larson number four. Actually, I don't I don't want I don't want Josh Anderson because he's a Darren Harris client, and he's right wing. So, um, Patrick Line, which was surprising. Number okay. five. Uh, what a what an interesting player. He's like, not getting traded. You, why are people talking about trading this guy? I do not know. It's he's a good player. He scores thirty goals in like sixty, uh, sixty games played or whatever. And he just I don't understand why they want to trade him. He's a good player. He has a decent contract. The Winnipeg Jets need scoring because their defense is not very good. So, yeah. Hmm. And, and it, it, I, if, if Line had, if Line wasn't injured in the, in the qualifying round, I feel he would have had a fantastic playoff. Yeah. And I don't think he would have been on this, on this list, but he's talked about, he's, he's talked about trades all the, all the time. And it's really weird. Like he's the he's a, William Nylander. Line is a fantastic Winnipeg. player. Yeah. He's the William Nylander of Winnipeg. Just I, always getting traded. I'm so surprised that Nick Ehlers wouldn't be the Willie Nylander of Winnipeg. Uh, he's on this list. He's number 12. So they have two? They got two Willie Nylanders. Wow. Um, uh, uh, okay, so Shane Gostisbehere, Philly. Gostisbehere. Um, number six. Um, Kyle Palmare, uh, New Jersey. Palmieri? Yeah, Palmieri. Uh, yeah. Max Domi, which I'm surprised about, at number eight. I uh, don't want him. He's a Darren Ferris client. No, my thing is, why would Montreal want to get rid of him? He's such a good player RFA. for them, and yeah, but he's he, like he can still like can they not sign him? Does, do they not? Have but it's another thing where it's like every, every every RFA is a potential trade trade bait. True. Yeah, I guess. Uh, number nine, Mark Andre Fleury. One for one for for Mark Andre. One for one for Anderson. No way Vegas takes that. No way in hell does Vegas take that. Um, Unless they they re-sign Robin Leonard. If they want to keep Robin Leonard, they they re-sign Robin Leonard. Um, But I don't. Mark Andre Fleury is thirty-five. I don't want him. Oh my god, he's that old. Fuck, I'm getting so old. Jeez. Um. Jeez. You're gonna hit. You're gonna hit twenty in December. I'm gonna be twenty next year. Like, yeah, it's gonna be wild. Uh, Chris Letang, Pittsburgh, number ten. How old uh, is Chris Letang? Thirty-three. <sighs> no, we don't want him. Um, no, no, no. I love how we look at sport athletes. Thirty is okay, but thirty-three is already too old. Oh, <laughs> uh, thirty-three! Whoa! Yeah. Whoa! Hold your um, horses there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, Ryan Dezingle um, is in Carolina, um, number 11. At 12, Nick Ehlers, Winnipeg. Vince Dunn, um, uh, the St. Louis Blues, left def- left-wing defenseman, 23. So, oh, oh, we got a trade, 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 trade. Montreal Canadiens have acquired goaltender Jake Allen for a 2022 uh, seventh-round pick from the from the Blues. Oh, sorry. So they, they got a they got a uh no, sorry. I read the trade wrong. Uh so they got Jake Allen and a 2022 seventh round pick from the Blues uh for a 2020 uh third round and seventh round pick. 
Does this mean Carey Price is getting moved? Wow. Um, maybe. <laughs> uh, Montreal Qu- Canadiens have acquired Jake, uh, Jake Allen. So they got Allen and a twenty twenty two seventh. Okay, and the yeah, Blues and only a, and a the Blues and only got a third and a seventh of this year's play of this, of this year's, year's draft. All right, on the topic of trades, looks like Jake Allen off the board um no that doesn't mean the carry price is getting traded that means that um the montreal canadians finally have a backup goalie yeah no i was reading someone they're like because for for years here. they've been running with like charlie lindgren yeah uh, yeah for for years they've been running with like charlie lindgren and so, like i don't know they had like mike conan once and like i they finally have a backup goalie Oh, and it clears some space to re-sign Alex Petrangelo. Son of a bitch! Um, Tic Tac Tomar said this on his... uh, He tweeted this. The Habs are going for the platoon. Solid deal for them. The playoffs showed what you can get with arrested Carey Price, and now they'll have Jake Allen to lighten his regular season load, which I think that's exactly what they're doing. That's a great trade for the Habs. Yeah. What a what a just 180 Mark Bergevin has done with that team. But then again, he's the one that put himself into that situation, so I don't know how um... I mean, you're you're right, but he has he is since the Drewan trade, which I don't think the I don't think the Canadians won by far cuz Svechnikov has been playing unbelievable for the for the Lightning. But yeah. every single move he's made after that has made sense. Yeah. It's <sighs> Did they win the PK Subban trade though? Um, I've been I, I've been making this I've been making this uh, argument for a while. I don't know if they won it. However, I think it's a lot more fair than we thought it was. Yeah, because Shea Weber's still there. He's the captain. Yep. He's playing. He's he's played great. Mm-hmm. I know that PK Subban isn't with the Predators anymore, but when he was there, they were two they were two games away from the Cup final. Um, they, they were, made it they the were, Cup finals. Just, sorry, they were two games away from the from the Cup in general, just the Stanley yeah. Cup. Um, they went to the second round the next year, and then got knocked out in the first round the year after that. But I if think we're going to talk about if we're going to talk about actual playoff success, then obviously they lost it. But we're, if we're going to talk about just how the fact that Shea Weber's still there and the is team. a big part of the team, yeah, then I think the, then the, then you'd say the Canadians won, which is why I think now as as it's played out, it's more fair than we thought it was going to be. Yeah. Okay. Uh, back to the um, trade bait. Uh, we have a couple more here. Hold on. So, hold on. Last before you get into that, and then could you make the argument that? Because he's because because he's no longer with that team, did the Oilers win the Hall trade? No, the Oilers that, that you can't even compare that. Because what, was the PK Subban trade a one for one? Yeah. Oh, it was. Okay, never mind then. Sorry. Um, well, was so was the Hall trade. No, I, they were both I one go- for one. I, I I thought the PK Subban trade was wasn't like a one for one, but it was. No, Adam Larson, but 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 Shea Weber has such a big impact, and Adam Larson did not do that for the Oilers. I think the Oilers lost that trade because he went on and did the um, MVP of that. Didn't he become an MVP, MVP when he was in New Jersey, and he got yeah. them to the, to the playoffs? Yeah, and Adam Larson didn't do that. It, it, I don't really think you can compare like that those two trades, but if you are comparing them, uh, the Oilers lost every single time. No matter what way you look at it, they lost. They could have had him on the team, and they could have had, uh, uh, God damn it, uh, David David McKinnon. Oh, uh, Nathan Connor, McKinnon. Con- they could have had Connor McDavid. David uh, Drysidle and Taylor Hall and a couple of other players that they just got rid of and they could have had an amazing team, but 
they that trade did not work out for them. And no way you look at it that the Oilers win. Uh, okay. All right. I, I, I see your, I see your, I, I see the point that you, that you made. Yeah. Um, Adam Larson, Alex Kill, Kaloran, um, Jared McCann, Andreas Janssen, number 17, Rasmus Ristolainen, uh, Buffalo, um, Freddie Anderson at 19, and then Dougie Hamilton at 20. What do we, we need left handed defensemen, right? Right. right. We need right-handed defensemen. We have way too many left-handed. Would we? Yeah. Would you take... We have Rist- way too many left because it's would like you take- Riley, Muzzin, Dermott. True. Would you take R- Rasmus Ristolainen? No way in hell would I take Rasmus Ristolainen. Too many... Again, too many question marks. Too many... He's a... He's another. He's a defenseman we don't need. We need someone yeah. who can... We need someone Just who stable. can make a pass. We need someone who could pass out of the defensive zone and be effective in the neutral zone and 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 just and and be 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 adequate in their own zone yeah at least just don't have many players who could pass out of the out of the out of the defensive zone uh something that something that came up an hour ago uh the pittsburgh penguins named todd reardon as one of their assistant coaches what yep Todd Todd Reardon, who just got fired from the Washington Capitals, the Pe- Penguins' probably biggest rival or second biggest behind the behind the Flyers, yeah. actually just, just went to, just when went it comes to, to when it comes to playoffs. I think the Washington Capitals are their biggest rival, but regular yeah. season Philly because they're in the same state. And yeah, but that's really weird. But then again, he was an amazing assistant head coach for like so many years, and now because one thing we didn't yeah. like talk about no, on the podcast, why he was want to know why he was amazing. Want to know why he was an amazing uh, uh, assistant coach? Because he had Barry Trotz to tell him what to do. Yeah. Barry Trotz might be the best coach in the league. Yeah. This playoffs has proven it. Yeah. Sorry, no, what did but, you say about um, the podcast? No, like we didn't talk about this like previously, but like I saw on my Twitter feed that they just fired all their assistant head coaches uh, in Pittsburgh. Uh, assistant coaches, sorry, not head coaches. All the assistant, uh, assistant coaches. So I was curious like, when are they going to start appointing people? Because they just, just fired everyone. So they so. they did appoint someone else, uh, but Todd Reardon was the name that stuck out. So it was like Todd yeah. Reardon and this other and this other person, but um, Todd Reardon just stuck out because he was just fired. Yeah, it was gonna, it's going to be interesting to see who like who the Capitals hire because with Ovechkin, he's going to only have a couple more years, and they're probably going to want to go for another cup again. So it's going to be one year left on his deal. Yeah. I don't think he's gonna like go and play anywhere else. I think he's gonna stay in uh, Washington. So that's just my opinion. Um, I think that's about it. That's we can leave it here. I guess. Is there anything um, else? Well, there was a there was a report from Darren Dreger actually about Taylor Hall. Um, go. I don't know what you're talking about, but go for it. What's um? So Darren Dreger said, "I'm trying to get it." Uh. Okay, so sources say that Arizona that the Arizona Coyotes are expected to make another pitch today to keep star forward Taylor Hall off the market. That's it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. What do you? Okay, so what what does that contract look like? Oh, you want to get into that? Um, it's gonna be like it's gonna be like eight mil. It's gonna be like. I'm surprised you said eight. I was I was thinking seven. <laughs> well, I I'm thinking that the, Taylor Hall is gonna want eight million. I don't know if he's gonna get it. Um, it's probably gonna be closer to like um to Nylander money than it is to to Matthews money. Wow, um, Nylander money. Jesus, yeah. this kid, this guy just completely shit him shit himself in this past season. When we yeah we talked about this on the podcast no I I would tell him to go do what Patrick Maroon does go to a really good team bump up your numbers and just get paid next year. But then I again, mean, I would say it to Alex Petrangelo if he wants to come here. I would t- tell Taylor Hall to come here. He, has a, he, he apparently has a has a house close to close to where one of my yeah. one of my family members lives in Etobicoke yeah. Um, like I would tell him, come here, sign for like two million dollars for a one-year contract. Okay, he's not gonna do that, dumbass. Why? If I was because him, Taylor I would have done that. Want, Taylor Hall's not gonna get two million dollars 
From the Leafs? No. He's not gonna. Here, he's, he's not gonna want. He's not gonna want less than what he. And also, it's the Leafs. The Leafs don't. The Leafs don't give. Uh, deal, the Leafs don't give like cheap deals to star players. They give expensive deals to star players. Get it right. I but understand. He's but not gonna him, get less than what he than what he got. No, this is see the whole issue with Taylor Hall is that he's injury prone. That's the whole issue. If he wasn't, if he was just a normal player that doesn't really get that injured, I would have. I'd be like, if I was his agent, I'd be like, sign someone that has a really good team and just go for it. See if you yeah, can well, win a Stanley Cup in that process. Well, we all know his agent is not one that <laughs> his agent does, is not does, someone who, will, who would do that. Yeah, um, but like the agent's always going to want the longest deal and the most money deal because they make a percentage off of that. So, um, yeah, I think it's going to be it's going to be interesting to see. I think it's it's going to be like a four or five year contract for like. Do you think six, he? Do you think he stays half, in Arizona? If I was him, I would not stay. I would get the fuck out of there. I would get as the, I'd be on the first plane or bus or train just out of that city because that team is going to be mediocre for the next 10 years and nothing's going to happen about that team. So do whatever he want. Uh, I'm just going to tell him do whatever you want, whatever you think is right, but I would not stay in Arizona. And like that's another team where it's like we where it's like we so want them to take the next step and they just haven't. Yeah. It'd be fun to see like Arizona, like hockey air in Arizona, but uh, it's not really going to happen in Scottsdale, not Arizona. Yeah. It's yes. Um, what uh, I was, I'm trying to find something. I can't find it shit, but uh, I think Alan Walsh said something about, um, he said something about um, when Flurry played his game against the Canucks. He said something along the lines of, of uh well see that isn't flurry great when he plays yeah alan walsh is like another maniac that probably should not be an agent but he just is oh, he's an and... amazing agent what are you talking about he does the he does what's great for what's best for his players i guess so you do I, I, you do what gives i don't your think player, what your player the best interests yes i understand but i don't think mess uh calling out the head coach of the team that your player assigned to for the next three years is a good idea. I I I would I would say that that's a good that would like be if a you're good idea either if he's if he's a free agent and he doesn't have to technically resign then sure call out your head coach for not letting him play, but he has to stay there for like four years and those they, they spend a lot of time together so that's gonna be kind of awkward and just weird I guess and I would not want to be in that situation. I I would not either. But hey, they're almost to the Stanley Cup Finals, so what do I know? Yeah, uh, did we talk about the Arizona getting two? Like, I don't think we did. Taken away? Oh, okay. It's it's they lost their twenty twenty second, twenty twenty one first round pick, and their twenty twenty second second round pick, I think. So everyone gets a higher pick now because they tested. Um, prospects before the combine or not during the combine and they got detected that I think it's a bit too harsh, but I think they did it so that other teams don't try to do what Arizona did. Uh, Yes. I was surprised that just the, I I was so surprised that they, that they just did that. I was surprised. I was, I was more surprised that they went so hardcore with it. Yeah. But I think they, that, that, that they just had to punish them because Arizona's mediocre and they need picks. But and because they're just trash and we'll and it's probably and it's think. like imagine if the imagine if the Coyotes like don't make the playoffs. Yeah. Next next imagine, year. Yeah. Do you think it'd be a harder punishment if it was a different team? What do you mean? Like, let's say the Leafs. Like, uh, oh the- yes, it would be a very hard. Pun- it, it would be. I think it would be. It would be the same. I think it would. I think it would still be the same. True. Okay, because it is a harsh punishment. I think they did that just to like scare other teams from doing, from to not like stopping them from doing what the Coyotes did. And well, it's because we. But like Gary Bettman loves the Coyotes. Yeah, that's why I'm asking: is if it was a different team, would it be a different punishment? Uh, I don't think it would be because it was so so. harsh. Because it was just so harsh that I don't think it would be a different punishment. Yeah. So. 
I'm looking at Mark Andre Fleury has two years left at seven million dollars. Yeah, that's, that's two years of with this coach. So, hey, I, I don't represent him. I don't have to be nice to him. I don't have to deal with him. Yeah, uh, we can just roast him on this podcast. Um, right. <laughs> I guess that's about it. Um, thanks for listening, guys. Check us out on like Spotify and Apple Music and Google Play Store. We have people from like Ireland that constantly listen to the podcast. And I'm asking you guys, if you listen to this far into the podcast, tweet at me. Tweet at Lucas. Tell us where you're from and so that we can have some international um, listeners, I guess. Um, thanks for listening, guys. Uh, see you next week.